Hey y'all, thanks for taking the time to listen to this installment of Ghost House Old Man, a somewhat weekly podcast where a northern-born southerner explores some of the lesser-known things in and around the southeastern United States. Well, today I'm hoping to humbly attempt to introduce a little culture to this production, which up until now has probably been more or less a drain on any refinement that you, my unrefined listener, may have possessed. We start with a man whose business card lists his occupation as warrior, poet, sage. Now, I don't know about you, but I just have to meet a guy like that. And I found a man who is all that and even more. One, Mr. Sonny Eidecker. Mr. Eidecker operates an antique and rare bookstore in Roswell, Georgia, about 25 miles north of Atlanta. Walking into his shop, located inside a large antique mall, is like stepping into a place from a different time. The high shelves are lined with heavy, worn, and faded volumes lit by crystal chandeliers. It's like in a movie where some old Victorian duke has his private library on a country estate, or you're in Paris in the 1800s and you step off the side street into a bookstore. But instead of a highbrow duke or a rude French clerk, you're met by Mr. Eidecker. He made me feel instantly welcomed and suddenly very ignorant of what I thought I knew about books which admittedly is not that great of an amount. But he assured me there's not another place like this in the entire Southeast United States, and I believe him. Mr. Eidecker started collecting books in Europe while in the United States Air Force, and later as a pilot for Delta Airlines. And he's been doing it a long time, at least 25 years. Surprisingly, he's dyslexic and really isn't a big reader. In fact, he actually started getting the books based on how they looked. You see, apparently his wife was an interior decorator and asked him to look for books on his travels so she could use them in her decorating. So the visual angle played a big part and still does in his collecting. Today, his collection of over 2,000 works ranges from the 1500s to the 1900s. Uh, For example, while he was showing me the first authorized Dutch Bible from the late 1500s, a customer asked him about a Lutheran Bible. He offered up a work by Martin Luther himself. He then also showed another customer a Jane Austen novel from around 1900. It's the kind of stuff that he deals in every day. He continued on to show me other paraphernalia book-related around his shop, old hand presses for binding and repairing books. Interestingly, he has both European and American styles. Yeah, I know, I know. Sounds like some kind of Monty Python skit. He then went on to explain how different books were bound at different times in history. Continuing on, he showed me different books in his possession which it seems were more interesting and rare than the previous ones he had shown me. It was clear that he had forgotten more about books than I'll ever know. 
for instance, what I thought when I asked what I thought was a simple question on something I'd read, which was, what's an elephant folio? He got out an old wooden ruler with his own markings on it and began to explain how it was a measurement of paper used to make books and the cuttings. And although there seems to be different standards, he used a certain one. Sensing he was losing me, he gave up the more technical explanation and simply showed me some examples. I'll need to go back and have him explain it to me all over again. Uh, But what I got was that elephant folios are, as you might guess, big books. I should say here that of all his attributes, his friendliness and genuineness are his greatest. He never made me feel dumb or rushed, though I'm sure some of my questions were pretty simplistic, and I took much of his precious time on one of his busiest days. I assured him, though, as I do you, that I would definitely be back. Now, one concern that was building up inside me as I looked at 400-year-old literature was how much of my 401k was I going to have to sell to buy a book, not to mention a set or collection. Well, I was surprised to learn that while there are a lot of books of very high value here, I could probably find a good number for under $50. Yeah, so I could be an antique book collector after all. Well, asking what kind of book someone should buy to start a collection was my next inquiry. He simply said, buy what you like and what interests you. Made sense to me. So, whether you're looking for a 1700 French astronomy book, a Bronte sister tome, a full set of Dante's Inferno, or a mother-of-pearl-covered Bible that Yasser Arafat gave former President Jimmy Carter in 1979, you'll either find it here at Sonny Eidecker's bookstore, or he could probably find it for you. Just a word of caution before you go pulling books off his shelves. There is a correct way to remove a book from the shelf, and if you don't know it, you're better off asking him before you try it. Now, I got to say there are a lot of lesser known places that I like to go. And if I happen to be in the area, I'll stop by. Other places, once you've seen it, it was enough. But visiting Sonny Eidecker's bookshop is something I don't know I'd ever get tired of. So I encourage you to make the trek over and see this very unique and lesser known place. And the man who says, You don't know what you don't know. So until next time, thanks for listening and stay curious.